Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody? Welcome in to Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's your boy KB. It's episode number 377 down here in the underground. Got a lot of Eagle stuff to get into here. I know this episode's a little late. Things are crazy. Your boy is working a gazillion jobs. I might get into it later on. I was working a show this weekend, so I didn't have time to record uh, fully until now. But you're going to get it. You're going to listen to it. The real ones know I still come through with the weekend show, even if it's uploaded on a Tuesday or Wednesday. Going to get into this Eagles win over the Broncos, full-blown. Um, going to talk about Jalen Hurts, talk about Darius Slay winning Defensive Player of the Week in the NFC. Going to talk about just a whole lot of stuff with this Eagles team, what it means moving forward, the trajectory of this season with the Eagles having the easiest schedule remaining in the NFL, but before all of that, got to give a big thanks to the sponsors who allowed these shows to happen for you, Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Mark Ronchetti CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland, and of course the homies over at Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game, guys go to TomahawkShades.com, fill up your cart, Get the blue light glasses, the sunglasses, everything in between those hoodies that I've been telling y'all about. Myself, Dylan got some. They are so damn comfortable. TomahawkShades.com, promo code USP. You get 25% off your entire order. Get that Black Friday, Cyber Monday shopping done early with our friends at Tomahawk Shades. Stateside Urban Craft Vodka, the official vodka of the underground. Go to StatesideVodka.com. Get those vodka soda party packs at StatesideVodka.com. Got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. And our friends at Kenwood Beer. Go to KenwoodBeer.com. Use the Kenny Tractors. He's got Kenwood on tap. You got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. So the Eagles go out to Denver and made me look like a big, fat stooge because I wasn't sure how they were going to play in this game. With the altitude, uh, you know, coming off the loss to the Chargers, you kind of didn't know where this team was headed, sitting at 3-6, and six, going into Sunday's game against the Broncos. Uh, the Broncos coming off that big win against the Cowboys. But you should have known that the Eagles were going to somehow, you know, bring the Broncos back down to earth. And I didn't get a chance to watch this game live outside of the first points of the game when Jake Elliott hit a field goal to put us up uh, 3-0. But... From keeping up on Twitter while I was away and and not able to be watching the game, keeping up on Twitter, it seemed like Jalen Hurts was at his best or one of his best games we have seen him as a whole in terms of just moving the ball downfield, getting targets in to the birthday boy, Devontae Smith, four catches, 66 yards, and two touchdowns. The Eagles were just able to control the game and control the pace of the game 
across the board. Uh, they had the time of possession, like 10 more minutes than the Broncos. That's huge. Uh, the defense got turnovers. Darius Slay, obviously named Defensive Player of the Week in the NFC, which we'll get into later on. Eagles able to run the ball extremely well against this Broncos team. Uh, Jordan Howard, 12 carries for 83 yards. Boston's got 11 carries for 81 yards. And Jalen Hurts, 14 carries for 53 yards. Just, you know, that's efficiency that you want to see from your run game to help open up the pass. Jalen Hurts going 16 of 23 for 178 yards and two touchdowns, both to Devontae Smith, who looked just like a pro's pro in this game. This was a huge coming out game for him in terms of just like, boom, get in the end zone. That's what we've been waiting for all year from Devontae Smith is his opportunities to get targeted when points can be scored, and he did just that. Um, I mean, I can't say enough about Devontae Smith being on this team. I, I wanted him from the jump. He was the, the receiver I really wanted the Eagles to draft, and when the Eagles were able to move up, to back to number 10 after trading down and then move back up in that trade with the Cowboys on draft night to get Devontae, I was just ecstatic. Like, he is a, a franchise-caliber wide receiver that the Eagles have not had, like, since T.O. And T.O. was only here for a year and a half. And it's, it's wild to think of it that way, but, like, the Eagles really have never had, in my lifetime, a franchise cornerstone wide receiver. Like, Harold Carmichael was obviously here. Mike Quick was here. But, like, in my lifetime, I've seen the the James Thrashes, the Todd Pinkstons, the, you know, Hank Baskets, the, you know, flash-in-the-pan type guys where nobody really sticks around at the wide receiver position. Sure, we had Alshon for a bit, and it was, you know, he had the one great year in 2017 and then it all kind of just you know fell apart in terms of just him staying healthy and all the you know locker room drama and all that kind of nonsense but Devontae feels like a guy who could be here for 10 to 12 to 15 years depending on how long his career goes but I view him right now as like a guy that like should be a lifetime eagle should be in an eagles uniform for his entire career I I just truly love him being on this team the, the new like back-and-forth banter he has with Darius Slay on Twitter and now the Eagles social team buying into it is absolutely electric. Um, I just need Devontae Smith in an Eagles jersey. And I, I, I know you guys know I have been adamantly against the single digit and like weird numbers on offense and defense and everything in between. But like Devontae can wear number six. I don't care. He's earned it. He, he can do whatever he wants. That's where I'm at with Devontae Smith. Like, he is that good. He is that much of a franchise gamer that, like, Devontae can do whatever the hell he wants. He can wear number six. He can do what he wants. Um, he's he's a franchise cornerstone player that I want this team to build around for years and years and years and should be uh, a huge part of this wide receiver core for the next decade plus. And I'm just so happy he's here. I'm over the moon about it. He is just He's a rock star waiting to happen. And I just can't wait to see him continue to develop, continue to grow as a player and, and be on this team for as long as possible. The Slim Reaper forever. Uh, love Devontae Smith. They just need more pieces around him to really put an emphasis on how damn good he is. That's where I'm at with Devontae. Like, he's damn good. He just needs some more help around him to really put an emphasis on how good he truly, truly is. And uh, it makes me happy that he is a Philadelphia Eagle. 
Sometimes we all just need to wind down after a long day of enjoying our favorite sports teams go to work. And with the rise of streaming platforms, new TV shows and movies are popping up every single week, and it might be overwhelming not knowing exactly what to watch. Well, that's where streamer season comes in. The exclusive streaming platform discussion podcast for TV and movies on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Join me, KB, and a plethora of our hosts right here at USP breaking down all the new TV and movies that you guys should be watching across all the various streaming platforms that are available to the masses. Catch us on streamer season wherever you get your podcasts. But if the Eagles really figured out something here in beating the Broncos the way they did and executing the way they did, that's a huge step forward for this team. It's a huge step forward uh, for the coaching staff. Not that I think much really changed on them. I think this was more of a personnel win than a coaching win. Um, uh, I'm very intrigued to see just the, the state of this team and, and where things go for the rest of the season, obviously moving forward after this game, it's the saints. Uh, and then it's the, outside of the jets game on December 5th. The rest of the Eagles schedule is all NFC East opponents. Like this is the wild part about the Eagles schedule this year is that, you know, <laughs> you play the saints and then it's the Giants, the Jets, the Washington football team, the Giants, the Washington football team, and the Cowboys to wrap out the final leg of the season of six games. And you're sitting at four and six now. If they somehow pull off a, a weird upset win against the Saints, you're going into a six-game stretch where you're five and six, and you have a real opportunity to win like five out of six. And then we're sitting here, and the Eagles are ten and seven, and going to the playoffs. That's absolutely bonkos to me. Like, to think about where this team was after that Raiders game. Miles Sanders gets hurt. All morale is low. You know, it, it, it's real It's real dark with the Philadelphia Eagles. But then they go and beat the Lions. They play the Chargers kind of close. They should have won that game. Then you come out and you have your most like convincing, dominating win against a team that is, you know, not winless against the Broncos. And now it's like, it's almost like everybody's mood has changed from where they wanted the Eagles to tank. They wanted them to lose. They wanted the better draft pick kind of reset this whole trajectory of the organization and go get the blue chip players. So now it seems like a lot of people are on board with the Eagles making the playoffs and just worrying about the Dolphins losing and the Colts losing and making sure those picks are higher than ours. And really just going in and pushing your chips all in to where if you get into the playoffs right now, like playoff teams are, are the Cowboys, the Cardinals, the Rams, the Packers, uh, and the Buccaneers in the NFC. And obviously you have the Saints at five and four. You have a tiebreaker over the Panthers and the Falcons. I mean, things are really opening up an opportunity for the Eagles, oddly enough, to find themselves sitting in that 6-7 seed position in the NFC playoffs if they rattle off wins in the month of December. Obviously, a lot starts 
with with the game against the Saints. If they beat the Saints, they have tiebreakers over almost every single team in the NFC South outside of the Buccaneers. Where it gets wild is is like you'd have tiebreakers over the Saints, the Panthers, the Falcons, and then you have an opportunity to just beat down on Washington, who are three and six, the Giants, who are three and six. You have the Jets, and you have one game against the Cowboys. You have a bye week during that stretch as well, which I think the bye week fell where the Eagles are. It's a perfect you know time frame, and it's so strange that this team, the Eagles, are notoriously good at home. Like the Eagles' home field advantage at the at the link is historically good. Like they always just play well in front of the home fans. It's always kind of been up and down on the road depending on the year, but the home schedule is typically something we've never had to worry about. And yet in 2021, the Eagles are 0 and 4 at home <laughs> at the link. The only other teams that are winless at home are the Detroit Lions. We all know the traditional Big Four sports and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you the fastest growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey? Come join me, Dom Ponteri, and Harrison Kremens as we break down the sport of the future each and every week on the Outside the Box podcast, talking all things pro and college lacrosse right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. And that's it. <laughs> we are one of two teams in the NFL that do not have a single win at home, and hopefully that changes against the Saints and uh, we can kind of get that burden off of our shoulders. But they're 4-2 on the road. That makes no sense for this team whatsoever, especially with rookie coaches and and just the whole way that this team has, has, has played and, and has been on this weird run uh, of games this year. They have a positive point differential now, um... But they're 0-4 at home, 4-2 on the road. Absolute road warriors. The Philadelphia Eagles are road warriors. And uh, things got even better after that Broncos game with Darius Slay winning NFC Player of the Week on defense. NFC Defensive Player of the Week. Had that interception. Uh, returned it for a touchdown. And, uh, you know, he's having his best season, obviously, in an Eagles uniform. He's playing out of his mind looks phenomenal um and, and that's kind of the Darius Slay that you traded for from the Detroit Lions and what you expected of him when you made that trade is for him to kind of go in and be that lockdown defensive superstar and, and that's what you've gotten from him this year and unfortunately like the Eagles are four and six but he's been a big reason why they've been able to kind of go on this mini run here and he's played so well as your lockdown corner, having Steven Nelson opposite of him as being that secondary guy. But Darius Slay has been, I mean, arguably a top three player on this Eagles team this year. And might even be like <laughs> top two. He's been that good. And I feel like it's not getting talked about enough just because the Eagles are four and six. And people have this weird 
just view of Darius Slay from what he was in 2020 as opposed to this year and like kind of just throwing away what 2020 was for the entire Philadelphia Eagles team. But, I mean, he's been so phenomenal. And if the Eagles can go on a run and beat the Saints and then go, you know, win like five out of six, I think it's it's going to be in part of, of what Darius Slay has been able to do and how he's been able to piece together his 2021 season to, to really being a pro bowler for sure. Like, he's got to be a lock to make the pro bowl. And he's really making a case for, for being like an all pro defensive uh, back in the NFL this year. Like, he has been so good. He's been consistent. He stayed healthy. And, and that's all the Eagles have wanted to see from Darius Slay. And I hope it continues for him because he's so fun. He's so uh, great with the media. You know, he, he doesn't take shit from the media, and I absolutely love that from him. He's always going to, you know, speak what's on his mind, just slings it. He's big play slay for a reason. He's made a ton of big plays for this Eagles team this year, and uh, I just hope it continues because he's been absolutely phenomenal. Um, But, you know, with that Broncos game defensively as well... <laughs> Top bins, top tier commentary. Top drawer, upper 90. You already down. know. <laughs> you it's already know. I think that's we, how it always goes. We went like 45 like minutes and we were at like Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Um, I'm Dominic Ponteri. I am Matt Kessler. And we are here to talk about Champions League soccer today. Hey, it's Top Ben's time. What's up? We're back. Derek Barnett, <laughs> I, uh, he got a sack, but man, that dude, his fall from grace from the Super Bowl season to now has been cataclysmic, absolutely cataclysmic. And I'm sorry, it was a fumble recovery for Darius Slate, not an interception, but same thing, same shit, different toilet. But overall, I mean, great win for the Eagles against the Broncos, um, I, I think... My only concern still is Jalen Rager is getting touches on this team. Had a rush attempt for negative eight yards. Had one catch for 12 yards to have a net of four yards in this game. And I will still continue to clamor for somebody to come up with a stat list for me of how many negative yards Jalen Rager has run for or received for in his career because it's got to be more than the positive yards. The dude just loves running backwards. I don't understand it. I don't get why he's still getting valuable playtime and valuable touches that are taking away from Devontae Smith and Quez Watkins and Dallas Goddard. I just don't get it. The dude's not good, and if he's on this team next year, I'm going to pull my hair out because it would make zero sense for him to be here. 
and uh, I just I, I'm tired of the Jalen Rager experience. But a Jalen I'm not tired of is Jalen Hurts. He's been so over scrutinized this year just because you know he's not a superstar quarterback. He he doesn't do the superstar things. But man, the dude is still working towards playing a full 17 game NFL schedule for his career. Like I, I don't think. It's talked about nearly enough that Jalen Hurts in his career, let, let, let us not forget everyone, Jalen Hurts in his NFL career has played in obviously 10 games this year and in 2020 he played in four, 14 games. He's not going to reach the 17-game schedule mark until the Jets game. The Jets game will officially be Jalen Hurts has played a 17-game NFL schedule in his career. So don't forget that when we're piecing things together about this team. Like He's still very young, very raw in his NFL career, but... From all accounts that I saw on social media throughout this game and from all accounts um, of just looking at the way he played, the way he was able to move the ball around in Denver, uh, he was accurate, he used his arm strength, there were a couple slip-ups here and there, but I mean, there, there's something in there with Jalen Hurts that I think is something the Eagles can tap into. I know it's there. I, I believe in him. I think he can be a very good quarterback in the NFL. I don't trust any of the quarterbacks in the NFL draft this year, so I'm not even like remotely thinking about the Eagles drafting a quarterback. I don't understand the Russell Wilson argument at all. I like Jalen Hurts, man. He he presents himself in such a way that like you want to root for the guy. He is so fun. He, he takes his job seriously. He wants nothing more than to be successful and to win. Um, he seems like a true leader. And, and the, the guys on the field want to play for him. So, I mean, it, I hope Jalen can continue the way he's been playing. Um, you know, go and beat the Saints again. Go 2-0 and in your career against the Saints. That'd be freaking awesome. Um, and, I mean, it's just another step forward for Jalen Hurts in his career and to just try and prove to the Eagles organization, like, hey, I can be this guy for you if you give me an opportunity. Again, the whole podcast hosted by Steve McAvoy and John Mavalia. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at GetInTheWholePod and be on the lookout for a ton of great content keeping you up to date on the world of golf. Releasing weekly a part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia family of podcasts wherever you listen to your favorite shows. So I'm I'm excited to see where things continue to go for Jalen Hurts and this Eagles team. They get the Saints uh, this week. Make sure you guys uh, stay tuned for Eagles enemies this week with the man, the myth, the legend, Ralph Marlborough from Saints Happy Hour and... Uh, at Saints Forecast on Twitter. It's going to be an absolute blast with him. You're not going to want to miss that. Obviously, uh, Thanksgiving right around the corner. That means we're going to get ready on the Dan Russo show for Vineland Millville, the 150th matchup between those two teams. 
the longest-running rivalry in the state of New Jersey, and I'm going to be on the call for it. I feel super honored to like be a part of the coverage for these Vineland-Millville games each and every year and to be on the broadcast team uh, for the 150th matchup between Vineland and Millville is going to be something that I, I put that feather in my cap for sure. I, I don't take that lightly whatsoever, and I'm, I'm super excited for that game. So uh, that'll be coming up. Uh, another episode of the Dan Russo Show will be coming up on the feed soon. Eagles enemies with my man Ralph Marlboro, And uh, a whole lot more is coming. Um, be sure to follow all of our franchises on the social medias. Uh, at Underground PHI, Twitter and Instagram, at OTB Laxpod, Twitter and Instagram. NLL season's right around the corner. It's absolutely mind boggling that we are right around the corner from NLL season. The Philadelphia Wings being back. Um, OTB to the moon, baby. Me and DJ holding it down, doing the damn thing. You're not going to want to miss a single second of our NLL coverage this year because after not having NLL action since March of 2020, we are coming out guns blazing for our NLL coverage. So be ready for us to uh, be taking the lacrosse world by storm this NLL season. Check out Streamer Season at Streamer SZN on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we're setting up a new studio setup uh, for Streamer Season. Still in underground studios, just a different part of the studio. So we're going to have a Streamer Season studio set up with myself and Dylan and anybody else that rolls through. For uh, streamer seasons, gonna be a ton of fun. I'm very excited about how we're like planning out the way that this is gonna look. Um, pieces are being added, and I'd say we're close to like 65 70 percent there. Um, so stay tuned for that. Obviously, the boys at fourth and goal holding it down. Final stretch of this NFL fantasy season. Again, the whole podcast, we got some very fun things on the horizon with that, and um. At getting the whole pod at fourth and goal USP. Top bins is rocking and rolling. Matt and Dom doing the damn thing at FC Top Bins. And uh, check out our survivor coverage at Buffs and Snuffs on the Twitter machine. Um, but that's all I got for you guys on this recap. I know, super short. I didn't get a chance to watch the game because I was working at Buna uh, with the, the absolute legend, uh, Carmen Bryant. We did a damn good job with All Together Now. Curtain talk on the horizon of coming back. Show we produce out of Underground Studios, so uh, keep your ears peeled for that as well. Um, but it's uh, <laughs> football season's a wild time for your boy, so things are a little hectic. Um, but I, I appreciate each and every one of you guys for rocking and rolling with us and allowing me to kind of just you know spew my thoughts when I get an opportunity to and hopefully you guys are, are checking out these episodes um, even if they come out back to back and um, yeah super wild times uh, coming up so be ready for it and be sure to follow us on Twitter because uh, we got something coming once Bryce Harper gets named MVP baby uh, on Friday so stay tuned for that um you can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com. Uh, Dom and his girlfriend, Monica, starting up a, uh, a kitchen cooking Instagram that the recipes will be blogged on undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com. So be sure to keep your eyes peeled for that and send us in 
any of the recipes that you decide to tackle, send us finished product. We'll post them. We'll uh, we'll retweet them. All that good stuff. Follow them at underscore kitchen DM on Instagram as well. And uh, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Let me know how you feel about this Eagles team right now. Do you want them to make the playoffs? How are you feeling about Jalen Hurts now? Um, are, are you as giddy about Devontae Smith as I am? All that good stuff in the Apple Podcast reviews. Uh, five stars only because we have standards. We know you do too, and we know they're five stars. You can also check us out on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Big thank you to our sponsors, Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21, Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick, Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti, CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, the homies over at Tomahawk Shades. Use promo code USP at TomahawkShades.com to get 25% off your order from our friends at Tomahawk Shades. Stateside Urban Craft Vodka. Get the vodka soda party packs at statesidevodka.com. You got to be 21 or older to purchase. And of course, please drink responsibly. And our friends at Kenwood Beer. Use the Kenny Tracker at KenwoodBeer.com to see who's got Kenwood on tap. You got to be 21 or older to do so. And of course, please drink responsibly. This has been episode number 377 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. I'm your boy KB. Follow the Twitch channel as well. Twitch.tv slash Underground Sports PHI. And until next episode, I am signing off. Peace.